Yo, what is good? Welcome back to Health Hacks. This is episode number 193. Today, we are going to talk about high reps. I walked out at home today, and initially, I wanted to walk out with the dumbbell that I have. And mainly, I was going to do upper body, so the original plan was for me to do diamond push-ups, for me to do wall slides, so diamond push-ups hits my chest, wall slides hits my back, because I wanted to hit upper body, and then I would use the dumbbell to do bicep curls, and I would use the bend that I have to do tricep extensions. However, my wrist hurt too much to do diamond push-ups and to do bicep curls. So I couldn't do either of those. So I did a bit of wall slides, but then I'm like, okay, let me just do arms, biceps, and triceps just with a band. So I used the band. And if you're going to get one equipment, one thing at home, get a band. That is more worth than any dumbbell, any other equipment, because it is extremely versatile. And... You can see, yeah, it's, uh, it's versatile. You can use it for so many things. It is definitely cheaper than any dumbbell. You can control the tension depending on how you hold the band, how much resistance there is depending on where you hold the band and how you pull it. So basically it's worth your money more than any other equipment I can think of. So yeah, I love the band, and I literally, I literally used the band for an hour. Day, I'm doing two exercises, alternating between bicep curls. I mean, so it wasn't really bicep; it was like band bicep curls. So I stood underneath the band with my feet fairly wide because the band isn't that strong, or maybe I'm strong. Either one, I held the band with both hands, and I bought like keeping my elbows tight. By tight, I mean right by my sides, not flaring them out, not moving them. I brought my elbows um, from completely extended and straight down where my fingers are pointing to the ground to doing a bicep curls where my fingers are, where my thumb is basically basically uh, looking up to the ceiling. <clears throat> That's the exercise for bicep curls. And for chest of extensions, I did a single arm chest of extension. So I held the tip of the band with both hands. And let's say I was working my left tricep. So my left hand was at the bottom of the band holding the very tip and my right hand just above my left hand. And I extend my elbow to hit triceps. I hope that auditory explanation made sense. If not, just YouTube tricep extension with the band. That's what I did. Anyways, what I wanted to say was that even though I try to make the, like, I try to have as much tension as possible by making the band as short as possible, I still perform high reps. And when most people talk about high reps, they talk about 8 to 12, and low reps they refer to as 4 to 6, right? But 
I did about 15, then I'm like, okay, I can do more. I did 20, then I need 25. Some, I did like 10 sets, by the way. But so for a few sets, I even did like 30 reps just because I could. And if you can push more, why not, right? People think that the rep ranges that the literature refers to that you should stick, it's not like... If you, like those rep ranges are assuming that you're going to fail you, right? So <clears throat> I don't know what's up with my voice. So it's not like if you are training for strength and you're supposed to do four to eight reps, right? And But you do nine reps, then all of a sudden you're not stra- um, training for strength anymore. You're training for hypertrophy, right? Because low reps are usually for strength and high reps are for hypertrophy. But... By that, I mean reps like under eight reps, it's usually for strength, and eight to 12, it's usually for hypertrophy, meaning growing your muscles, making your muscles bigger, right? But it's not like if you were trying to um, work out your strength muscles, if you're trying to increase your strength, but you did 10 reps instead of six, for example, it's not like if you stopped at six, but you could do 10, then you'd have gotten more strength. No, like if your maximum effort got you to six, for example, and you couldn't possibly do any more, then that means that you are engaging your strength muscles. Basically, basically, you are building your muscles to increase their strength. You're training your muscles to increase your strength, right? But if you stopped at six, but you could actually do 10, then the weight was too light. That's what the rep ranges in general refer to. However, just because you go outside of those rep ranges does not mean you cannot get some benefits. And in general, because I always promote working out and eating healthy as a lifestyle, you shouldn't just stick to a certain rep range all the time. It is a lifestyle. Have a variety because a variety of rep ranges will force your body to kind of keep guessing and it won't make your body comfortable. Because if you always do the same workout to the same rep ranges, the exact same motion, your body gets very much used to it and that is when people hit a plateau. Changing it up, having variety, doing something different, even though it might on paper not be as useful or it may not seem as beneficial will actually have a better impact because it is just something different. You're hitting your body with a different workout. I remember when I went skiing or snowboarding and it is something that I don't do very often, like once a year, maybe twice a year. And because it's not something I do often, I hit muscle groups that I almost never hit, even though I go to the gym a lot, and even though I play a lot of sports, snowboarding and skiing puts me in a position that I'm not used to. So I feel my legs like I don't feel, like I don't usually feel before. It's a different type of workout, which engages my muscles even more so. Even though on paper, going to the gym might force my muscles to grow more, might be a harder workout on my muscles, because skiing or snowboarding is a different type of workout, it hurts my muscles even more so than if I were to go to the gym. I hope that made sense.
So when you're working out, don't always, sometimes yes, it's good to focus on the reps and all of that, but if the weight is particularly light and you can't increase the weight, just like with the band, just work out until you're so. Don't worry too much about the reps. We'll keep going until you feel your muscles, until you feel that bone. Sometimes it's good to chase the bone. Not always, but at certain times it is. Mainly what I want you to get out of this particular episode, the particular lesson I want you to get is that different is fun. Have a different type of workout, and that might actually yield better results than what on paper would seem like a better workout. Again, with the skiing, with the skiing, snowboarding example. Working out at the gym might put more tension in your muscles, but because you're doing a different type of workout, it will actually yield more results. Also, a benefit of having to walk out at home is that I watched YouTube videos while I was working out instead of at the gym. I actually don't listen to music. Well, many people do listen to music. Oh, yeah, but like, whatever you do. Anyways, but I know why the last, don't ignore the last 10 seconds. I'm just mumbling. While I was working out at home, I watched a Zig Ziglar video who is one of my favorite speakers. And he, it's a video I've watched before, but I I wanted to watch it again because it's just powerful. He is basically saying how to better deal with people and about positive reinforcement. Things that, yeah, you may think you know and uh, quote-unquote common sense, but having certain lessons reiterated will surely change your life. And the stories he tells and just his overall, his overall attitude, his perspective on life is something that is contagious in a good way and really rubs off on you. So, yeah, listening to any kind of positive speakers speak, given them giving the seminars and everything they that they do is extremely positive, is something you should, you should definitely do. Especially if you work at home, you can actually, you, you don't have to just listen to them because in the gym, you can't really watch the video while you're working out. But at home, you can do that. I literally opened YouTube on my computer and you can... And I watched it. You can watch a movie if you want to while working out. Do something. Again, make it fun. Make it different. So then when you do go back to the gym, you are more excited to go back to your schedule. Because if you you keep in the same routine, then you might get bored. But if you change it up once in a while, then you'll be more excited to get back to your routine. And when you switch it up, you will yield even better results just because it is something different. The last couple of things I want to say is that actually looking at all my bullet points, I pretty much covered everything I want to say. But yeah, I hope this was helpful for you before starting this podcast. Like many, many, many times, I had absolutely no clue what I was talking about. But I literally just thought what I did today and what is something I could share. So yeah. I am thinking of doing more research for my later podcast, but for now, it is pretty late. I just wanted to, you know, kind of get it over with, but it is something that I'm not going to let myself not do. It's something I have to do. And 
I do believe if you have that same attitude to eating healthy, if you have the same attitude to brushing your teeth, if you have the same attitude to working out, like, hey, this is something I have to do. It doesn't matter if it's miraculous. Hopefully it is. Ideally, every single workout is amazing. But the most important thing is to just get it done. All right. That's all. Love you all. Peace.